Whoa. Huh. Man, it got me on 10, 10. Whoa. Huh. Man, it got me on 10, 10. Whoa. All right, all right, all right. All right, we are recording. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Versus Unlimited. This is episode number 14. Yes, episode number 14. One, four. Man, it feels good to be back on the But, hey, man, we got to. We got to. It's only right. It is only right that we pay tribute to our fallen man damn let's go though amigos man let's go ahead and get this started right let's go with amigos mix here we go dance with my dogs in the nighttime trap nigga with the chickens like Popeye. money changing colors like tada tada i'm just trying to get it i ain't trying to die she got a big on your booty make the world cry Bro, 
My rich nigga stand to the right. Take right. Lil' mama, she keep looking at me. I'ma knock the play out like white night. Hey, hit it with a left. Hit it with a right. I'ma knock the play out like white night. Hit it with a left. Hit it with a right. I'ma knock the play out like white night. Hit it with a left. I'ma knock the play out like white night. Know me, know this ain't my first way. Certified everywhere, ain't got a print resume. Take out LA. Talk crazy, I pull up underlay. RP to Nate, dog. I had to regulate. Pocket rocket fire, watch him disintegrate. It's a short load, can make no net illustrate. Third line state, all on my dinner plate. Your main beat, says she wanna make a sex tape. Rich nigga, I can never be a broke nigga. Broke niggas, I can never get along with them. Always been hated since a little My rich nigga stand to the right. Lil' mama, she keep looking at me. I'ma knock the pussy out like white night. Hit it with a left, hit it with a right. I'ma knock the pussy out like white night. Whoa. Oh, yeah, well, you know, we gotta take it back to the beginning. I mean, I just love the Versace store. Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm Illuminati. I, I, I know that you like it. Versace, my neck and my wrist is so sloppy. Versace, Versace, I love it. Versace, the top of my Audi. My plug is Giancati. He give me the dust and I know that they mighty. Shoot his shirt, Versace. Yo, bitch, one in on my pockets. She asked me why my drawers sealed. I, I told that bitch Versace. What else? Cheetah print on my sleeve. What else? But I ain't never been in the jungle. Try to take my set. Better run with it, nigga. Don't thump. Versace, Versace, Versace. Versace, 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 Looking and watching black highlights, I'm talking. Come, come, come in my room, my seat, Versace. When I go to sleep, I dream, Versace. Medusa, Medusa, Medusa. Medusa. These niggas, they wish it, they knew you. They cop in the jewelry, missing the Louis. My blacks is fed and exclusive. Fast right shirt, like I'm tuning the tide. I'm beating the black on me, mine. Lot of you niggas, they cop it. From my closet. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, welcome. is a tribute right there to the Migos, man. Tribute right there to the Migos. Um, man, for obvious reasons, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Hope everybody is doing great, feeling great. Hopefully your bank account is up. You know, hope that your mental health is up. And of course, as usual, man, if, if you are not, you still waiting on that next check, man, to re-up so you can feel good. When that direct deposit hits, man, I at least hope that your mental health is up because that is that is so important, man. Having good mental health is very priceless. It's some priceless stuff right there, man. But yes, yes, yes. Um, I wish that we could 
start the pod on a more positive note, but unfortunately, oh, we can't. Um, of course, rest in peace to one of our greats. One of our greats. Take off, take off of Migos. Uh, unfortunately, um, the other day has tragically and just wrongfully lost his life um right here right here in in this city in my city houston texas um and man you, you want to talk about a, a death that uh, hit me right in the chest like it just hit me like right in the chest um yeah my my uh girlfriend actually told me about this um the next following morning um, she asked me, like, hey, did you did you hear about what happened to uh, uh initially she said offset and the but she corrected corrected herself and she said takeoff. But I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what? Wait, 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 huh? What are you what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know? And she was like, Yeah, like takeoff. Um, he got shot and and he died last night. And I was like, What? And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And and let's get something straight here. I'm not about to try to uh, posture myself like I have always been the hugest or the biggest um, Migos fan in the world. I, I'm not, you know, I wasn't. Um, but I was always a fan nonetheless. I mean, they got bangers. Of course, we heard in our mix. Those are some of my favorites from them. Um, so, but they've always been relevant to to my life. You know, like the Migos came in at around what the around the time like what i was like on my way out of high school so it was like yeah those guys they had an impact on my life regardless they've always have helped curated like all kinds of sort of moments in my life you know you'll hear the migos throughout like the early 2010s to all the way up until now and man like it, it hit it hit it hit real tough man it hit real tough and and I'm glad that I waited. I'm glad that, you know, I have the recording schedule that we have uh, because it gave me some time to gather my thoughts about this. And, um, you know, and also just not hop right on to, you know, the death and and speak on it um, immediately because I don't know. I just think that's kind of gross. I just think it's kind of gross a little bit that people run to uh, highlight death very quickly you know for the sake of clicks views and it's relevant so it's like oh i gotta hurry up and, and quickly make a video so it kind of it kind of it kind of throw, throws me off a little bit you know throws throws me off quite a bit um when people do that but i get it you know i get it i'm not trying to uh persecute anybody i'm not trying to make anybody feel bad about you know getting their money hustling trying to you know boost their platform but it's just it's just like kind of like a un an unavoidable uh you know kind of like thing that you know it's just what happens right but um yeah we already know the details you know if you haven't heard the details by now um pretty much long story short uh migos quavo uh, and takeoff were at a private event um at 810 billiards and bowling and that's like off of San Jacinto 
um, I do believe. And yeah, um, it was it was all over a dice game, man. Unfortunately, it was all, all over a dice game. And also, unfortunately, not only that this was over a dice game, but it wasn't even an, an op. You know, it wasn't even an op. It was one of Quavo's people, one of Quavo's people that that kind of, I do believe, took the fatal shot, you know, um, pretty much. Yeah, Quavo was was getting hyped over dice game, which is normal. Okay, it's normal. That's what happens when you playing games like dice, or you playing games like you know you playing cards, or you know you playing dominoes. You know that that's that's normal. You know to 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 get hyped up about these type of games and you know start talking shit a little bit and you know jawing back and forth. That's a normal thing. You know, <clears throat> especially if you are of the culture, you know what I'm saying? If you are like from the culture, you know, like with dominoes, cards, dice, you know, that's where a lot of shit be happening. OK, that's where a lot of shit talk happens. There's a lot of words that get exchanged. A lot of shit happens over these three selected games. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're in the culture, you know, so, you know that this is normal, you know. But um, unfortunately, there's always a cost, you know, there's always a cost, especially when certain people with a certain mentality, okay, when a certain mentality is, is in the vicinity, in the area, when you have the wrong people in a situation like when you know talking trash and, and talking shit and all this other kind of stuff happens people get a little excited or you know they get a little too excited and and sh that's when shit just starts happening you know very bad shit and, and and that's what happened in this case is that pretty much Quavo got turned up and yeah his 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 aunts from one of his entourage his boys whoever his homies or whatever yeah, he pulled the gun and supposedly the other side pulled the gun, you know, and it just got heated. And then, you know, shots were fired. And um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, you know, takeoff took a, a stray bullet, man. And this shit, that shit really hit hard for for several reasons, you know, several reasons. Um well, for, for one, because, you know, Migos are influential. They're one of our pioneers, you know, part of one of the most relevant and biggest rap groups, you know, in a very long time, you know. And they are very, very responsible for the flow that a lot of rappers um, partake in, even myself, you know. And, yeah, they're, they're huge to the culture. And that's that's number one first. But also, secondly, it's because, damn, yo, I didn't know that Takeoff was like, yo, we were the same age, bro. Takeoff died at 28, dude. I'm 28. I feel young as hell. I feel like I haven't even cracked like life like that. I haven't even lived like that. You know, I'm 28. And it's like, shit, yo, he died at 28. And that just like really another fact that just took blew me away when when um i was told the news about my girlfriend and um yeah man 
And we were talking about mentality, right? We, we were talking about mentality and, and mentioning that. And I'm just going to say it, man. This is some, this is some, this is some hood nigga mentality shit, you know? Um, and this is why the boondocks, you know, this is why the boondocks is like so influential and it was so iconic and it's crazy how the boondocks had literally made a whole term for this type of thing. A nigga moment. Like this, this was by definition a nigga moment, you know, and not trying to be funny. You know, this is, there's nothing funny or, or lighthearted about this situation, you know, but this is by classification was a straight up nigga moment, you know, like, you know, people getting shot up over, over a fucking dice game, man, over a dice game. And like I said, this, if you are of the culture, you know, and if you grew up in the hood or if you've known hood niggas, you know, this, that's a, that's a certain type of mentality that those kind of people have. And that's like, this is when shit happens. You know, I've, I, you know, I've been around dudes, like dudes who, who get their whole ass beat just because they stepped on another, another dude's shoes, you know, by accident, you getting your ass jumped or God, I mean, I've even, I've even been near courts, like on basketball courts, there's, there's, there's black men who have lost their lives over the span of years, you know, in these kind of environments when you no know, guys who have that, that type of mentality, like they absolutely will go to the trunk, pop the trunk over a fucking basketball game, bro, basketball game and start shooting up people because of, of, of some type of whatever, it, you know. And it's just that mentality. And that's why, like, throughout my life, I have always, and still till this day, avoid hooping at, at, at hood courts, bro. I rarely have, if ever, I probably hooped on, like, I could count on one hand, uh, uh, like, a handful of hood courts, bro. I make sure I avoid hood courts. I make sure that I'm not hooping with hood niggas, okay? I make sure that I'm not hooping with no hood niggas because hood niggas have a certain type of mentality, man, where they will blow up the biggest thing and, yo, somebody will get hurt, you know? Um, it You just... You just, I just try to avoid that shit for, and that's for a reason, you know, and that's like when I go to certain areas, you know, cause I, I'm rapping and I aspire to be a rapper, but I mean, that means I have to go to certain venues that's not that safe, most likely. Um, I don't wear my jewelry, even though it might be like just a replica chain or whatever, a little, you know, some fake little diamonds in it or whatever, but like, bro, like I, I'm not even trying to wear that you know, when I, when I go to perform at certain venues, cause it's like, I'm not trying to attack no attention, uh, attack, but attract any attention to myself, bro. Like I'm, I'm not trying to none of that shit. Okay. I don't, I don't look at me. I don't wear my nice watch. I don't do shit. You know, it depends on what kind of, what, 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 what the mood is. Yo, I might even dress down to my shoes, you know, like, I don't know, wear some shoes that is not so exclusive because I'm not trying to attract no attention you know, from the wrong individuals. And this is, this is what happened, man. Like I said, this is just like what happens when you got the wrong people around you, man. And with all that being said, I really 
hope that Quavo is um, doing okay, man. I really hope. My, my, my thoughts really go out to Quavo because I just hope that he is equipped and or prepared to deal with the guilt that he may or may not feel. You know, like, because, because that was your people, you know, your, your people got out of hand, you know, your people got out of hand, your people, you know, these are your people that started popping off, you know, and also the fact that Quavo kind of, in a way, or not even in a way, he did incite and did kind of instigate that situation because he lost he was kind of losing his cool over a dice game, you know? And when you got, like I said, this is all about mentality. And when you got the wrong people around you, you got people around you who has a certain mentality and a little bit of unstable, mentally unstable and, and full of that dumb fucking pride that makes niggas do shit that, ends up making people lose lives and, and, and end up, you know, very hurt. Yeah. When you got them kind of people around you, man, it's like, yeah, it, it always is a, a perfect recipe for this type of like unfortunate shit to be happening. And like I said, it's just like, I just hope that he's okay. When, if he, like I said, the guilt that he may or may not feel, um, because he, he was there and, and it's very, and he is kind of sort of, responsible because it all started because of him getting like i said getting worked up over a dice game and and um yeah man it's unfortunate and again i'm not trying to point any fingers i'm not trying to like say that quavo should feel some kind of way but it's very well possible that he could you know because it's it's shit bro your your family died you know and and it was because your people was pulling a gun and escalating shit you know, and having a nigga moment because that's what a nigga moment is, man. You take the smallest things and then you escalate it into some some more shit. And it's like, damn, man, you know, and it's just like the question, you know, the, the question. Like, when are when are we going to when are you going to get better, bro? Like, when are we going to get better, man? When are we going to stop doing this, bro? You know, like, damn, like this is another important person like gone you know like you know it's crazy pnb rock literally just got shot and died himself what last month and it just it's just a, a more rappers keep dying you know um because of a certain mentality that's just like a disease in our community <clears throat> You know, and even if you look at like the thug, young thug situation, making a correlation here, you look at the thug, the young thug situation. Young thug has thrown his life away because he didn't want to give up that mentality. You know, like I, I know we're some years removed from it a little bit, but like let's not forget, young thug shot up like Lil Wayne's tour bus. Like that happened because of a certain mentality, man, to not give up the streets, to not give up that street mentality. You know, it's, it's, it's the old saying, you could take the boy out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the boy, man. And, and that's a detriment to a lot of rappers, bro. And that's why like a lot of rappers are just like dying, man. 
left and right dropping like flies bro it's it's really really kind of like reaching a really epidemic kind of proportions um and stuff especially with these new niggas man especially with these new niggas these these drill rappers and shit you know like these these niggas are tripping all right and and that's why i don't blame because like not too long ago um what a couple weeks ago three weeks ago earlier kind of like late october i think like the police new york police like issued an official like cease and desist to like rolling loud and saying that yo you got x y and z artists on this lineup we are going to shut you down if these people are allowed to perform and they're drill rappers and i totally fucking get that bro you know say hey hey feel how the fuck feel feel how the fuck you want to feel like uh, feel how you want to feel i don't give a fuck i don't care I really don't. I I understand that because the type of energy that these niggas bring, it's it's just like, bro, we 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 trying to keep the public safe. Cause it's kind of like at that point, man, you know, especially like I said, especially with these drill rapping niggas, you know, these niggas are really like about their lyrics. You know, it's not just some studio gangster shit. Like these dudes are really about that shit and like Bro, they're like rappers, like they be bringing that drama, that street shit to these festivals with innocent people that aren't about that street shit, <laughs> aren't about that. They're just here to listen to music, bro. That's all. That's all. That's all we're here for. That's all we're here for is to listen to music, my guy. We're not we're not here to, to to for the for the for the festival or somebody's set to get shot up or get stabbed in the back um in the back of backstage and all that shit it's just crazy it's just man it's just like i said it's just this fucking street hood nigga mentality that's like plaguing rap and it's just more rappers just keep dying it's like fuck bro it's like a it's just almost like a, a rapper is dying like at least every six months at this point that's just what it seems like man um man we gotta do better bro you know we, we just we just gotta do better man um really my my thoughts go out to to uh Quavo like again I hope that he's doing okay man with that guilt um rest in peace to to take off man because and and again like I said I'm not trying to I'm not trying to posture myself like I am the biggest uh Migos fan but yeah, takeoff seemed, you know, he seemed pretty relaxed, man. He seemed like he wasn't even on that time. You know, he wasn't on that kind of time like a lot of the rappers are, you know, or just like the Migos in in general, you know, like yeah, they from the hood, but they 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 were a little different, you know. They moved a little different from um from like you know, certain kind of like behavioral habits and that's why they've managed like to have the longevity that they have, bro. You know, you could Versace came out 9 years ago, bro. You know, these guys have had major longevity, man. You know, so that that's like nothing short of 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 great, like a decade in 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 this game and has made an impact and have managed to stay relevant, never fought, never falling off, man. So yeah, like legendary. They're they're legend, man. They're legendary status, like a decade in, bro. And and kept kept strong. 
and um shit man and like offset in 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 quavo i know that they got their differences i know that they have you know of kind of like effectively maybe possibly don't fuck with each other like that um over things in in manners that i'm not going to speak about because you know that's none of my business but um i really hope that really hope that um these guys uh can mend their differences after this um i hope they can mend their differences and shit and realize that bro life is fragile man especially to fight over very frivolous shit you know we could be gone tomorrow bro and that's just kind of the the, the this is just a crazy reminder a sad reminder that yeah you, know, you can go at any time you know no matter how rich or successful you are, your time can come up at any given point, man. But it's really important, bro. It's really important that, um, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're disputing with somebody over something that's really irrelevant and not that big of a deal, man, make up with that person. Talk. Talk to that person, man. So, again, like I hope that Offset and, and Quavo, like, they, they kind of mend their differences, man. But... I mean, if not, I mean, sadly, bro, this this could be the end. This like could really be the end of Migos, bro. You know, um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Literally, literally, just dropped the album like two weeks ago. So, man, Takeoff is is supposed to be preparing to like, you know, go tour, tour this album. You know, it's it's crazy, man. It, it is wild. But this is why you gotta, this is why you gotta, like, when you reach a certain level of success, you gotta leave that street shit and the, pe- the people with that kind of mentality back in, back in the hood where they, where they belong, man. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like how Kendrick said on To Pimp a Butterfly on, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be inaccurate i think it's mama said i think right oh, i think it's i think it's mama said i think it could be another one um but either way you know he says grandma used to tell me you know shit don't change unless you wash your ass nigga okay and that whole song he was talking about bringing his homies to that bringing his homies to this new life you know guys who have that that same mentality that street mentality and and you trying to expose your homies to like some new shit but they just don't know how to fucking act you know they don't know how to act and they're bringing that mentality into a space where it that's unacceptable bro like bro this is not the place to be doing that you know what i'm saying and and just it's a great song and how and he did a phenomenal job of like touching on that kind of thing you know um but yeah man if you're a rapper bro if you're a rapper and you you got you hood ass niggas you hang out with or whatever man like if you get to to reach a, a level of success you know what i'm saying um and you can get out your bro get out you know what i'm saying get out and 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 leave leave them niggas behind you know what i'm saying i mean i know that like 
you don't want to leave the homies behind. You don't want to leave where you're from. But, bro, like, sometimes the best option is to get the fuck away from that shit, man. Because shit like this would happen. You know, when you got people surra- surrounding you who who don't know how to lead that mentality and all that bullshit back, at, back where y'all from. You know what I'm saying? Because um, people, people get hurt. That shit happens. And, yeah, man. So, yeah. That that's that's pretty much what I got to say about that. My condolences again, and again, I hope Offset and and um, Quavo can can mend their differences after this, man. You know, life's too short. But moving on, moving on, moving on, man. I mean, we, we we're we're not gonna get a little little lot more lighthearted. Not not just yet. I wanna I want to address something. Um, I really do want to address something real quick. Um about people right about people you know i got i got some perspective okay some perspective to uh share with you guys so i am not perfect you know i'm not a perfect person i don't think that i am a perfect individual i am very flawed and and that's what it is to be human to be human is to be flawed okay this is durag versus speaking okay not regular versus all right this is durag versus speaking right now durag versus is very different okay he's a very different ass person you know about to drop some knowledge on you all right but yes to be flawed is to be human you know and and where humans fall very short my people when you know we fall very short with communication that that's that's where the biggest issue is that i truly feel that is keeping our society from really truly fucking advancing because we just don't know how to fucking properly communicate with each other man it's like shit we've been around for for a a, a good time and fuck, we still don't know how to communicate properly. And there's always going to be miscommunication. That is normal and it's okay. We're not robots. We're not computers. We're not going to perfectly fucking communicate with each other. But the difference is, the difference is, my people, is a person that is different from the rest. What makes you a little more advanced is having a grasp on accountability and maturity right because again miss communication is going to happen it's going to occur but you are elevated when you know how to take accountability and have the maturity to actually have a conversation to try to find middle ground and i am here to tell you that if you have people around you if you have people that you are surrounded by that don't know how to have the maturity to have a conversation when miscommunication happens, cut them loose. Let them go. Let them let them go. You know, let them be free. You know, eliminate that person from your life or allow them to eliminate themselves because, you know, sometimes people giving them enough rope and shit they'll just hang themselves and then eliminate themselves completely but definitely 
X those people out of your life. Let them go. Let them, you know, because, yeah, if, if, if you have miscommunication and it might not even be over the biggest thing. It might not even be over the small, you know, it might not be that big of a, a, big, a big of a deal. But, you know, if a person is too prideful to try to actually have a have a conversation to get a middle ground with you so you guys can move forward and, and grow and, and progress, then, you know, that person is honestly not going anywhere with themselves. And you just you got to get rid of them kind of people, you know, um, that's just kind of how it should go you know um because that's 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 really immature like you know a person that is willing to withdraw any kind of opportunity to to actually have a conversation so you can get some kind of understanding you're willing to forego understanding um because you want to be prideful yeah you don't want prideful people around you like that man you really don't you tell them good good riddance have a nice life. And I wish you nothing but success. I really do. Even though I don't think you're going to get that far with that kind of attitude. But hey, do you. Do you. But you ain't going to do it around me. So have, 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 have a good life. See you later. But uh, yeah, just, just dropping a little bit of knowledge on you guys. Just, just a little perspective. It's a little, 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 little heart to heart. Okay. But let's move on to some funny kind of shit a little bit so if you guys have not heard or probably have heard but steve lacy steve lacy okay talented artist got himself in 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 a little bit of a situation here a little bit a little bit of a situation i mean it's funny to me <laughs> it's, it's hilarious to me but uh you know a lot of people didn't find it so uh, funny but um yeah, here we go, man. I got the video actually right here. That is my fault. Didn't mean for that to happen. But uh, yeah, like I said, got the video right here. And we're going to take a look at it. Yeah. We're going to take a look at Steve Lacey smashing a fan's camera on stage. So let's... let's uh. Go ahead and look at this real quick. Lacey is a relatively new artist, but he's making one thing clear early. He won't tolerate things being thrown on his stage, and made an example out of one fan, and their phone, in particular. Yo, don't throw no shit on my fucking stage, please! Can I, have, can I see this camera? Please. God damn. Whoa, Steve Lacey, hold on, hold on, hold on, fam. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, fam. Damn, Steve Lacey. Damn. Yeah, that's it. Peace. Steve was in New Orleans on Monday night for his Give You the World tour. Performing, Bad Habit, when a phone tossed from the crowd hits him square in the torso. Steve was politely profane at first stopping the song to instruct the audience not to throw. Where was it? Wait, where was, where was, the, where was the phone? Or a phone or what, what, like, what, where did it get thrown? Did it really hit him? Being thrown on his stage, 
clear early. He won't tolerate things being thrown on his stage, and made an example out of one fan. Steve Lacey is a relatively new artist, but he's making one thing clear early. Trying to, trying to... He won't tolerate things being thrown on his stage, and made an example out of one fan, and their phone, in particular. Oh, I think I just saw it. I think I just, I think I just saw it. Hold on. Hold on, 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 fan. Hold on. Where's the, where's the thing at? Damn. Where's the fucking, oh, here it goes. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I haven't done this in a while. Let's try to slow, let's slow this down a little bit. Uh, Let's mute this guy talking and kind of like see. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. Did he, I kind of saw it. Oh, damn. Yeah, that shit hit him right in his hip. Wow. Yo, he smashed the shit out of that. Man. Man. Steve, Steve Lacey. Particular. Yo, don't throw no shit on my fucking stage, please. Can I, can I see this camera? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, man. So I think this is hilarious, if you ask me. But let, let me, let me, hold on. Let me put, let me, like, again, let me bring back do rag versus. All right. Let me bring back do rag versus. So I 100% understand how this is wrong. Okay. First of all, like they tell you, in elementary school two wrongs don't make a right bro it really it really doesn't it it doesn't but does that fan kind of sort of deserves their shit being broken yes and then no because i mean they that's like that's what they pay for you know what i'm saying they pay for that item and for that to get broken like that i don't know now it, it said it was a phone at first but then i, I heard that it was a, a disposable camera so who gives a fuck about a disposable camera? But I will say this. Again, like I said, this fan deserved it. Yes, and then no. First of all, why the fuck are you throwing anything at the artist performing in the first place? Like, and you could say and make the defense that, oh, it was an accident. It, it's, it must have slipped out of their hand. Well, I mean, yeah, that would be the very likely excuse but seeing the trajectory the the trajectory and how direct it hit him in his in his in his hip because let's look at it again okay let's, let's look at it again this time we're going to unmute this guy again because this, this voice is annoying uh, let's see. We're going to go 0.5 playback speed this time. So we're going to really try to catch it. Okay. All right. Okay. He's turning. He's turning. And here it comes. Oh, there's the phone in question. Okay. Damn. Let's see if we can. Let's hold on. Let's see if we can. Let's see if we can get some. ESPN level replay value here. All right, we are taking it down to the lowest speed, people. We're taking it down to the low speed, 0.25. All right, let's see if we can uh, 
really catch this in slow-mo uh, action. Okay, he's walking. Here he comes. Yeah, man. It hit him. Yeah, it hit him directly right there. Okay, it hit him directly right there in his hip. It just, bro, just the speed of that motherfucker, of it, and just, I mean, yeah, it could have easily flown out of somebody's hand. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Um, Now, and again, I'm trying to be objective here. I'm not I'm not trying to be like that. But now, if it was on purpose though, and and we'll do it like this. If it was on purpose, that fan absolutely deserved their shit getting broken because that's just disrespectful, bro. Don't disrespect the the act, okay? This is not a zoo. This is not upheading zoo. This is not, you know what I'm saying, where you get to abuse animals, you know, or whatever, just because you came and paid and, and you're squeezing them and poking them and, and making loud noises and spooking them and all that shit. This, this is not it. This is a performing artist. Okay. And, yo, nothing should be being thrown at this individual, you know. And And it's not like... It's a foreign thing because we've kind of seen it before. This same situation happened with Kid Cudi at uh, Rolling Loud um, because he replaced uh, he replaced Kanye because Kanye yay, was supposed to actually show up to Rolling Loud. But of course he didn't. And then Kid Cudi was the replacement and people were tossing bottles and shit at Kid Cudi when he came out. And... I get it. Y'all paid to see Kanye, but why are you punishing Kid Cudi for it? You know, and Kid Cudi walked off stage. Same thing happened here. Steve Lacey got hit and broke somebody's shit and then ended the concert like straight up. You say, yo, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> like, so if it, this is in the case that it was on purpose, okay, this was purpose, pur purposely happened. All right. If it purposely happened, you definitely deserve your shit getting broken because who raised you? You know what I'm saying? Who, who the fuck? Who raised you? All right? I want to see your parents. Like, who raised you? You know, why are you throwing stuff at the act and disrespecting the act, man? Like, you fans. Like, and you see this in the NBA, too, or just with public figures in whatever capacity, especially mostly in entertainment. It's like, Fans have this weird entitlement with artists and athletes and stuff like that to where just because you paid for a ticket, you think that you have the right to do whatever the fuck you want. OK, you think that you can behave in any kind of way and say whatever to these players or, or these artists. And it's kind of like a messed up situation that a lot of artists get put in because they're a fan and you want to be as cordial as possible as an artist and you want to be a professional like you know people people you want to you want to take pictures you want to kiss the babies and 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 you know shake hands and be a give a fan a pleasant experience you you want to do that but but okay if you're blatantly disrespecting me don't be surprised if I Jason Derulo your ass across your fucking face, okay? Don't be surprised, all right? Yo, y'all remember that shit? You remember Jason Derulo in that airport? 
bro, I think it was Vegas where, yo, he was scrapping. All right. He was scrapping with that dude. Cause he, uh, cause, cause again, another instance where people are harassing artists, you know, it, it's like, yeah, man, you can't just do whatever with these artists, bro. They're people too. And on, you can't just disrespect them. I don't know what it is, but like they are people. They're human beings, okay? God damn. What's wrong with y'all? But now let's do the other side. If this was an accident, did he overreact? Is this an overreaction? I, I mean, I guess. I mean, I can understand, like, if you don't even know though, in the heat of the moment, you're in the middle of performing, you're locked in, and then here comes some random ass object that hits you again with some decent trajectory it felt intentional right because you don't know you're performing you could be paying attention to somebody at the moment in the in the fucking like 14th row or some shit i don't know you know but then here comes this (laughs) here comes this freaking camera or phone or whatever and it like hits you and it's just like yeah bro in the heat of the moment you might have thought it was intentional and um yeah you might cause you to overreact and have a, a have that because you feel disrespected in that moment you know you feel like god damn who the fuck like what like throwing shit at me you know what i'm saying like because no because that's just disrespectful when you throwing shit at people bro, that's just wrong all right you don't need to be throwing shit at people but um yeah man like i mean how i don't know man like again how do we expect artists to act when they're being disrespected you know like what 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 can we do like when are fans supposed to be held accountable when is the public supposed to be held accountable when they start disrespecting blatantly disrespecting artists and and just being being just unpleasant like i don't know is there a notion that artists are just supposed to sit there and smile and take it because oh they're your fans and just like, no, I, I disagree with that. No, I don't got to take shit. Okay. If you like acting a certain way towards me, you know, and you're, you're bothering me, you're being a nuisance, you're harassing me. Okay. Or you just mad because, and that happens a lot too. If you just mad because I said, no, I don't want to take a picture. It's like, it's like, bro, it's my ass. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know you shit. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fix that, but I don't know you shit, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know you nothing, bro, I really don't, you know, I don't owe you anything, thank you for supporting me, I appreciate you, but I'm a human being, not a fucking robot, all right, just because you don't get your way, you're not entitled to anything from me, okay, all right, and I'm telling you, man, y'all need to stop messing with these artists, bro, you know, especially these gangster rappers, like, <laughs> Yeah, man, because these gangster rappers, bro, y'all be trying the wrong people and then they they will make your ass disappear. OK, messing with them, messing with them thugs. Y'all better stop that shit. But uh, moving on, though, moving on from that, uh, shout out to Steve Lacey. Hopefully he's uh, OK. <laughs> but um, damn, man, yo, Black Panther is coming out. Black Panther is coming out very, very soon. Um, on the 11th, I do believe so, right? What is it, the third? Yeah, the 11th. It's coming out on the 11th. So next week or so. Um, 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm be honest with you guys. I really don't. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can go support this film. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I'm conflicted. Um, I really, really enjoyed uh, Black Panther. You know, his introduction in Civil War. I loved it. Um, his uh, and his continued appearances and Chadwick was a, such he was, he was such a great actor, man. Great actor. He uh, really embodied the uh, you know role of T'Challa, and he was a great Black Panther, man. He was great. And uh, man, now that he's gone and they're going ahead and they greenlit this sequel, which I'm pretty sure the sequel was already greenlit way way at way way ahead of time i'm pretty sure like after they saw those numbers it's like oh yeah we're definitely putting out a second one disney right but yeah man i just i'm i'm pretty sure t'challa not t'challa but i'm pretty sure chadwick would want people to go support the film i'm pretty sure that he would like to see it succeed at the box office and you know um his his uh widowed you know his widowed wife his wife you know she's been heavily involved with promo and, and stuff like that um and then she's been doing interviews and things like that but it's just it was hard for me man to see to try to sit and watch this franchise without chadwick in it because i mean he was the franchise you know he he was the face and you know, he was it wasn't just like one movie like i said you know if you you know if you followed the cinematic universe, the MCU, you know, he was introduced very early. Like I said, he was introduced in Civil War as a Black Panther. So that's some years. And then he got his own film. And then, of course, he was a part of the uh, um, end games, you know, mainly in Infinity War because uh, he got erased in fucking Infinity War. So he wasn't even really in Endgame until like the end. But. Yeah, it's it's just really I'm just conflicted, man. I'm just really conflicted. Um I just can't see myself cuz I know how my brain works. I just can't see myself sitting in the theater and not thinking about Chadwick. And now there are a lot of people who are like upset at Disney because I don't know, a lot of people feel like they're really like drilling at home like be sad remember 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 chadwick remember remember how good he make you feel well he's not here anymore feel sad feel sad feel feel grief feel you know feel grief you need to be grieving remember that's some takes that i've seen um i i don't i don't think they're trying to exploit anything i'm not trying to say that and i'm not a big fan of disney like i'm really not especially disney marvel anything because god it's it's hot ass garbage okay everything that they do with the mcu now is just it's just like a, a fucking dumpster fire automatically so it's terrible it's terrible product they don't do good at all especially with she hulk that's ass we're not going to talk about this but um I'm pretty sure the film may or may may or may may not be good. I don't I don't really know. I'm pretty sure that they did their best. And again, this is no knock on the the cast now. 
Um, I'm not going to nitpick it apart like a lot of people are doing. Um, but I just simply don't think I can see that film and not wish Chadwick was on screen. You know, like I just I can't. So but best of luck to him, you know, best of luck to him. I hope that it goes well. I hope that uh, I hope it does great at the box office, which in nine times out of ten, you know, initially uh, it, it will probably most likely. But yeah, man. I hope that it does go very well for them. Um, the Lakers. Lakers. The Lakers finally won a game, everybody. And boy, you people are fucking flip flopping. You goddamn blanky ass people. You, yo, you NBA fans get on my goddamn nerves, man. Y'all get on my nerves. You guys kill me, okay? It was. At first, oh, the Lakers suck and da da da. And now I'm seeing shit about talking about this is a resurgence for Russell Westbrook. It's just like, bro, can you people make up your fucking mind, you fucking flaky ass, flip floppy ass NBA fans? You guys make me sick. God, man. Now I'm happy that the Lakers finally won a game, okay? Because it was looking bad. And again, I said on the last pod or the pod before last. I said that, yo, people are overreact, overreacting anyway because that was the trend to be like, oh, the Lakers suck and da-da-da. But yeah, yeah look, dude, it was, just five, it was just five games. They were eventually going to win a game. It's not like they were going to go 0-10. Now, that right there is bad, okay? I don't, I've never heard of a uh, shit, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. I, I'm not even about to like even make that <laughs> assumption. But to my knowledge, I'm not sure if I've ever heard of a of a modern NBA team going 0-10. I don't know. Y'all can feel free to correct me. I don't know. But yeah, so that that would look terrible. OK, but um, yeah, they were eventually going to win a game. It's an 82 game season. Like, I don't know why we was, like, hyping up them losing five games any fucking way. It's five fucking games. Okay, so now they're, you know, they won a game, and now everybody's back on their dick and talking about Russell Westbrook is a... Yo, the Lakers suck, okay? They suck. They're going to suck this year. It's just not going to be a successful season. Again, I'll say this again. They are lucky if they are even a play-in team, okay? Play-in. They may make the play-in team because they're going to be at the bottom of the West for the rest of the season. That's a fact. So, hey, the only hopes is is that they play well enough to where they can make a play-in. Hopefully, they get a, a, a favorable matchup. And maybe make it into the playoffs, but then they're going to get a first round exit any fucking way. Like, I don't see them beating anybody in a series, not even in the first round. Okay. And uh, on top of that, you know, um, I mean, LeBron is consistent, of course, because he's Braun, you know, this is fucking LeBron James. Okay. He's consistent. But Anthony Davis is so like wishy-washy and inconsistent 
you don't know what kind of like player you're going to get on a night in night out basis. He's not, he just has not been reliable, bro. And I know everybody is talking about Russell Westbrook. Even I've talked about Russell Westbrook, but that's because I've been said that Russell Westbrook is an ineffective teammate. Okay. I've said that for years and yeah, people have been on my head for it and had killed me for it, but fuck, I'm right. Okay. How he has performed with the Lakers over the past couple seasons. I'm fucking right. Okay. How he performed with the wizards. I was fucking right. How the freaking Thunder never fucking got made a deep run into the playoffs, even when they did acquire Paul George, I was fucking right. Okay. So I don't give a fuck what anybody says. But yes, Russell Westbrook, he's an ineffective teammate. He's just not efficient. He's not an efficient player. He's great for Russell Westbrook. He's great for for stat gouging okay he's great for just accumulating individual stats but when it comes to like i'm not even trying to get into the deep basketball stuff but when it comes to success train your whatever actions you take translating into success for a team he's just ineffective like that okay and yeah so it's just like the core of this team which is ad braun westbrook it's just it's just not good enough. And bro, I said it. LeBron is not young anymore. Okay. He does not have those legs anymore. LeBron cannot carry this team, bro. He can't. He left it all. He LeBron left it all. He left his soul in Cleveland in 2018. Like he left his literal mind, body, and soul in Cleveland in 2018 after he performed the greatest, arguably. Arguably, the greatest run I have ever seen in my goddamn life from a player. There was no reason why that Cleveland team should have ever been in the finals. The fact that that team was in the finals is a testament to how great LeBron James is. Okay, still not putting him over Kobe for obvious reasons. I'm biased, but that nigga is a nigga. All right, he hey. Braun different, all right. He earned my all my respect, okay, and then some in 2018. All right. I already respected LeBron, but shit. All right. With that roster, just look at just go look at that roster. That roster was ass. All right. But yeah, man. So it's just structurally, the Lakers, they're not built to win. All right. They don't have no shooters. Like, you can't win in this league without shooting. So yeah. Glad they won a game, but fuck, this ain't going to be no successful season, and that's just a fact, so let's not uh, beat the dead horse here. LeBron, retire, bro. Give it up. It's okay. All right? You can still go see Bronny in the league, just like, but off the floor, though. Like, bruh, br- just please, just please give it up. Hang it up. Preserve your career. Don't go out like this. <laughs> Don't go out like this, bro. But um, staying on, staying on NBA, staying on NBA, um, shit, Steve Nash. Steve Nash got fired. Steve Nash was the scapegoat that Brooklyn wanted, and they got it. They got rid of old Steve Nash, man. Now, am I saying that this is a justified firing? I don't know. I really don't know. I, I don't want to say that Steve Nash was not a good fit, but... I mean, in Steve Nash's defense, look at the rock, look at the players that he had to deal with, bro. Prima Donnas, all right. Kyrie Irving, drama queen. Kevin Durant, drama queen. 
Ben Simmons, the biggest drama queen. All right. Like, it's just like, bro, you got, bro, I don't even think Phil Jackson could, could get these guys to act right, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And Phil Jackson dealt with Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan wasn't a fucking basket of roses. Okay. That he dealt with Scotty Pippen, not Scotty. Well, Scotty, I don't know. Scotty Pippen was straight. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Scotty Pippen was straight. Um, but he dealt with Dennis Rodman. Dennis, Dennis Rodman, bro. Okay, he got Dennis Rodman to focus on basketball and play hard. You know what I'm saying? And perform. Yeah, if you saw the Jordan doc, obviously, yo, Phil was able to handle Dennis Rodman, man. One of the most probably difficult players to ever you know one of them to come into the league so it's like bro I, but i don't even know if phil jackson could get these guys to fucking you know act right so i i felt like steve nash was dealt a losing hand bro i'm not even gonna lie to you like for, for a coaching perspective i i bro like i think he just got the 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 worst draw of the cards um he didn't it did not come out in his favor okay so like Ah, man, they definitely scapegoated him. I mean, goddamn, the season, we're not even like, what, 10 games into the season yet? Loud-ass people. But it, you, he's, we're not even 10 games into the, the season, for real, and they firing him. It's like, bro, I'm not, it is not Steve Nash's fault to an extent. Steve Nash definitely did fail in one area, though, that I know for sure that I, I will have to hold him accountable for is that he put no pressure on Ben Simmons, bro. He did not force Ben Simmons to elevate his game. I don't have, I don't have like the actual statement right here and now, even I probably should have, but nah, fuck it. But pretty much in a way, Steve Nash, you know, paraphrasing said that he does not care about Ben Simmons shooting. All right, he didn't care. He said he does not give a damn if Ben Simmons takes one jump shot. Somewhere along the lines of that. And that was a bad expectation to set for Ben Simmons, man. Ben Simmons is undoubtedly one of the biggest glaring issues now we want to talk about russell westbrook russell westbrick okay we can talk about russell westbrook but god damn bro i won't even like put ben simmons above russell westbrook all right and this is like out of this is like out of his prime russell westbrook i i can't even put him above him this is crazy you're talking about a player who's 25 years old this or 25, 26, he's supposed to be moving into his prime. What the fuck is wrong with Ben Simmons, bro? He is the biggest issue that Ben that Brooklyn has. Not Steve Nash, even though he contributed to the fact that Ben Simmons is not fucking performing at all yet. This dude is is averaging like five points a game. Five points a game. He is not doing his fucking job, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know what the hell is wrong with him mentally. I, bro, I've never seen a six foot ten dude with ball handling skills who could easily get to the fucking rim anytime he wants. 
get literally under the basket, uncovered, and fucking pass the ball off. There's literally videos. There's videos. There is, is 4K evidence that Ben Simmons does not want to score, bro. I've just, I don't understand. Dude, this dude could easily average, he could easily average like at least 18 points a game, you know? 18 points a game, depending on if he's really on, that could fluctuate to like 25 a game, you know, easily to, you know, 20 plus, easily, you know. But he can easily average 18 points a game just off layups, okay? He don't even need to really shoot like that, okay? Like, because he's six fucking 10, bro. Like, who's really trying to, like, challenge you at the rim? I mean, we see Giannis do it. Giannis doesn't have... A, a tremendous jump shot you know he's working on it but Giannis majority of his points comes from the fucking paint okay you can't tell me that Ben Simmons can't average 18 20 18 points to 20 points a game easily no problem this nigga just doesn't want to score I've never seen somebody be so pussy and have a skill set like Ben Simmons never seen I just can't I don't get it I don't get it, bro. It just it, it baffles me how bad mentally this guy is. I don't know if Philly, I don't know if he left his like effort in Philly or if he ever had the effort. I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know what it is. What what's the problem? And and bro, I'm just gonna be honest with you. At this rate, Ben Simmons, nobody is gonna want Ben Simmons. You have to be a complete idiot if you pick up Ben Simmons, man, because this dude is with Kevin Durant and KD, and is not fucking performing, okay, he was with Embiid, and not performing, and, and, and I saw JJ Reddick's podcast, and Ben Simmons is talking all this stuff, like, oh, yeah, I do other stuff, I do other stuff, uh, I'm a defender, I'm, I'm guarding the best player on the team half of the time, and it's just like, okay, and then gets up against Giannis Antetokounmpo, and gets babied okay literally sunned in the worst way possible <laughs> against Giannis bro Giannis sunned he made him his child in that game so bro like not even your defense like the thing the one thing that you're really supposed to like bring your value you can't even do that bro you're in the East and you can't stop Giannis or you can't at least contain him and make it difficult. Bro, this man was manhandling his ass down there. Bro, I ain't even gonna lie, man. I could bring my five foot eight, five foot nine ass out there, put me on the perimeter. I could fucking score at least a good eight, 10 points. I could score more than fucking Ben Simmons at the way he's playing. I and mean, it just makes no sense. It really does to have the skill set that he does and just playing like a complete biatch. All right, I'm just gonna call it how it is. He is playing like fucking marvelous miss mazel out in this motherfucker this dude is is just not doing anything all right it's it's just crazy man ben simmons gonna find himself outside the league bro i'm just gonna say it after this season after his contract is up if he does not perform i don't know who the fuck wants to touch ben simmons bro i don't know who's going to be willing to give him some kind of contract i hope he has a backup plan I hope he gets into broadcasting or some shit. I don't know because basketball, bro, I don't know. Like, if he doesn't want to play anymore, bro, if you don't want to play anymore, 
just fucking retire. Hang it up. Hang it up at 25. You've only been in the league for five, six years. But fuck it. Hang it up, bro. Because Ben Simmons is looking like the biggest bust in the history of the NBA, man. This guy was the number one pick. He was the number one pick. He was supposed to be Magic Johnson on steroids. At at the at the at the at the very least, you know, or at the very most, you know. Not I say that that disrespecting Magic like that. Magic was was a dog, but this guy just doesn't have the mentality, man. He just doesn't. It just boils down to like he just nigga just don't want to work. I mean, I've never seen somebody be so fucking lazy. He doesn't want to work. He has no work ethic. He has no effort level. He doesn't try. All he does is hand the fucking ball off. To, to I've seen so many videos of him handing the ball off. Just he just on offense, dribbling the ball up the court, and then looking for Kevin Durant or Kyrie and be like, "Oh, here, here you go, here you go, here, here you go," and then setting a weak ass pick and not even rolling hard to the goal, bro. If you don't roll your sixteen ass down there and go fucking dunk on somebody, do something. Damn, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's crazy, bro. It's so sad to see such just God given gifts and ability and talent just rot away for like no reason it's like blows my mind why couldn't god make me 610 bro you make me 610 bro it's goddamn fucking jingle bells on somebody's fucking dome at least twice a game i'm dunking on somebody i'm putting somebody on a fucking poster i am making you famous all right we are that makes no sense, dog. That makes like no literal sense. How bad he's playing right now, bro. Brooklyn, I I would say Brooklyn need to trade him, but but what could you get for like Russ? I'm not Russell Russell Russ, but what can you get for Ben Simmons these days? Seriously, what can you get for him these days? At this point, who? But I don't even think you can get a, a goddamn Snicker bar and a bag of Lay's potato chips for this nigga at this point. I'll tell you, man. I tell you, but uh, yeah, man. I I think I don't know. I don't think is this an indication of the end of a suit of the super team era though? Like I just feel like super team the super team era is done officially. Like just the way the league is set up and all of these young these young dogs, bro, in the league are just like just flipping the league on its head. It's really it's really interesting. Like yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know if super teams even that's a that's even a goal anymore at this point, the way the league is set up. But I'm just excited though. I'm excited though. The NBA, this is like the best this is the best brand of NBA basketball I've seen in a very long time. It's really exciting. A lot of teams are looking good. Pelicans looking good. Fucking the Kings are even getting competitive. Even the Blazers are on a hot start, you know. It's just it's looking good, man. The NBA is in good hands. But uh, what else? What else is on the docket? Though, what else is on the docket? Uh, I think uh, I think that might be it. I think that might might be it. Um, shit. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we can mention this. Uh, one year later, uh, Astro World Astro World Festival actually happened a year ago. We're like uh, like a couple of days away. I think I think it happened on the fifth of this month the fifth of this month man um damn 
another tragedy that happened in uh right here in my city. Shit. Uh damn man. I don't think Astro World is ever happening again. Yeah, I, re- I really don't I really don't think Astro World is ever happening ever again because just don't see how Travis Scott would be allowed to get the permits to do any kind of a large scale event any ever. I don't think they'll ever clear him to do anything. But what a what a tragedy, man. That that's tragic, bro. Um damn, a lot of a lot of kids got hurt that day. A lot of like, you know, and some kids actually lost their lives, bro, and like That's crazy. And it and it's so crazy because me and my girlfriend you know, and shout out to the moms-in-law. Like, oh, she did ask, ask, like, oh, do you want Astro World tickets? And um, she could have got, could have got us some Astro World tickets. I could have been at Astro World, or or my girlfriend and and my sister-in-law could have been at Astro World, and they could have been a part of that shit. I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't go. Glad they didn't go. Glad I didn't go. Um, I feel sorry for the kids that did did go. Um, that's crazy. But yeah. Um, fuck fuck the news though. Fuck our our local news network. Don't know exactly how to quote y'all and exactly what you guys are. I don't know the names. Just, just our local news network. Fuck them because they're they're actually doing some kind of like documentary or like some kind of like special on the asteroid um situation and like basically trying to make people relive that shit and it's just like i don't know maybe that's just me maybe i messed up in the head <laughs> i don't know i i don't want to relive that shit i don't want to see that shit like who wants to watch who wants to be reminded of that who wants to sit through like a, a 30 minute 40 minute special um reliving and recounting horrific shit of kids dying or kids being in major distress you know people being being in like a hell on earth you know as as some of the survivors have have said who have spoken out um shit but uh travis and i like travis man i hope i hope travis has learned from this over the time even though like after he did everything, it was really bad. Like his really bad. His apology was bad. Um, shit. His just everything he did after that was just horrible. And it's just like, bro, do you not have a publicist, man? Like Jesus Christ. Really, really a bad look. Um, I just hope he's learned from this. I uh, hope that he's tried to rebrand himself and and just kind of give up the whole rager thing. Cause that shit's just that shit's not cool, man. That raging shit, need to stop that shit, man. Cause like these kids out here, these kids be getting hurt and 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 you know, worst case scenario, be dying because of that raging raging shit um, that he just provokes. It's it, it's crazy, man. But um, uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, we were gonna talk about white rappers. Uh, why do white rappers have it easier? Or or do white rappers have it easier than black artists? Um, uh, yeah, I was gonna do a whole thing about that, but it was just like, eh, we're already kind of like moving up on an hour and a half. 
Maybe we'll save that for, for another another installment of Versus Unlimited. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, though, um, in closing, in closing, man, uh, yeah. Actually, no, there is no in closing. <laughs> We're just going to go ahead and end it. But I uh, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate the support. We actually have actually broken past 100 plays. So that's great. So shout out to you. Shout out to everybody. Um, yeah, the, the podcast is growing slowly but surely. And I appreciate you guys. Um, but I will catch you on the next episode. And you guys be safe, be blessed. And yeah, I'm out.